Did you wash your hands? With soap? Did you dry them? What? Is this all vegetables? Who wanted all vegetables? I did. So, are we going to talk about it? Why? The elephant in the room. What elephant? Hello and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by ExpressVPN and Quip Electric Toothbrush. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, I had to scratch something off the script, which was how was Father's Day, and then I just had to for some reason that was off the script and now it's just how are you yeah yeah mm. we're buying a dishwasher ah the the uh, Bosch I'm not gonna jump step on the line so go ahead and tell us about this Don't is the one you have a dishwasher yeah the Bosch has given up the ghost as it were the old do you know why the old Bosch yes I see. do you know why why improper utensil loading Years upon years of improper utensil loading took its toll. Look, the Swiss engineers can't account for human error. They does can't it, do does that. Does it say on the screen like you have lo- loaded this improperly? Is that they, what it says? They can make the machine perfect. They can't perfect them the person. Explain the improper and what happens. Just saying that when you load it improperly, the rate at which the soiled food particles comes off, it, it just extracts uh, l- more stress on the engine parts than it should be. It, sa- it says so clearly in the manual. There's a proper well, way to load it I always an see, improper way to load it. You ever see these commercials for dishwasher, uh, dishwashing machines, and it'll be like, oh, you put the whole casserole dish in, there's huge chunks of lasagna still in it. <laughs> No. Those people deserve yeah, to be shot. Yeah, because I'm not doing that. Okay, uh, so this one, tell us uh, what makes this so... You, you, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait. Go wait, ahead, Sonny. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I was going to tell you my dilemma. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that, please, please, please to be explaining the improper versus proper method of loading utensils. Yeah, he still didn't get into that. We talked about that on the show once, didn't we? <laughs> Probably, I but I don't remember. This okay. is our 80th show, so look, I don't remember. Look, it's easy. Handle first. Utensil, the actual utility portion of the utensil goes up. The handle goes down. You load as you face your basket, right? As you are standing on the outside of the the dishwasher looking in. The back left is knives. Back right is forks. Front section, spoons. You put all like utensils with like. (laughs) Wait a minute. Like with like. Oh, come on. Because this means when you unload, you save precious seconds every single day, not having to sort them. You just use those seconds, though, when you're loading it. No, that happens automatically. (laughs) Muscle memory. Muscle memory. Muscle memory. (laughs) And the reason you put the knives Mm. at the back left is Mm -hmm. so that you don't reach over the the tallest implement goes Mm -hmm. the farthest away Mm -hmm. from you Mm -hmm. so that you're not reaching over it. Oh. Well, they're butter knives, Victoria. Oh, okay. Yes. You don't put your real knives no, 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 in the no, no, dishwasher, no, no, no. But do you? Put, no, but do you, do you put have the, hankles? No, 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 no. What do you use? Vustoff. Vustoff? Yeah. You don't push no, your no, Vustoff? No, no, but, no. Okay. But, but the blades, uh, Kate, I used to have the blades up, and then Kate insisted now that the blades go down. They're butter knives. They're don't. not going to kill anyone. I, know, I put the they, forks down. 
I can't fit them through there. People, are I put right. the forks really? down because I can't I, fit it. In. This no, is I put why the forks you're going to have to replace your dishwasher any minute now. <laughs> I, I put the forks down because I don't want to like reach my hand in there and get poked. and get poked with one of the fork mm-hmm. tines. Same thing with my sharp butter knife. Because the forks could be in any of the the little baskets. You don't know. You don't, you don't know, know which could one they're be in. The upper right. Because they're all they're all jammed mm-hmm. together. Really the nilly. They're. I mean, I've got forks, spoons, knives, just all mixed together. I'm in each just, of I'm the things. JV, I'm just so glad you're not obsessive compulsive. That's. Horrifying. I was always wondering about you, and now I know it's not true. Um, but that doesn't hurt the machine. Of course it does. Look, how if does, the machine, how, how does the how does it, oh you put the, the knife Bosch in the other the wrong people, slot? No. If the if the if the engineers at Bosch. Many of whom went to whatever the Swiss equivalent of MIT is. If they thought it was okay SIT. to put <laughs> to put the knives and forks in upside down, they wouldn't have specified in the manual that they're supposed to be facing up. What about the location? Well, that the location is just do. good. That's just you it's insanity. Just me. No, it's me engi- further engineering and improving the product. It's user experience, I'm UX, gonna, as well, we say I'm in the business. Sure, your family is so thrilled can, about can, this. But can I tell you about the new machine? Yeah, go ahead. So I, of course, was going to get another Bosch, and all that's really important when you look into this stuff is your decibel rating. And why? Uh, because that's how loud it is. And is, is it so loud? Dishwashers can be really loud. My dishwasher is incredibly loud. Like a stadium. I kind of, I kind of hope my dishwasher dies so I can get one of the quiet ones. Frankly. One of the like zero sound. Well, you just keep putting those utensils in upside down (laughs) willy nilly and you'll be there in no time, Sparky. I've been throwing like orange rinds in there. (laughs) It's like a food disposal, right? Isn't that that how it works? Just toss pots and pans in there. Pots and pans. So, uh, so I, I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to get anything over 46 decibels because I'm not a farmer, a savage. So I had narrowed it down to a Bosch unit that was whisper quiet, 42 decibels. And I, but there's a better one. There is a 39 decibel Bosch. And so I, uh, I did a little research on this. And did you know that the decibel scale is logarithmic, like the Richter that. scale? Yes. Yeah. And what this means is that a three decibel difference at, say, from 56 to 53 is meaningless. But from 42 to 39, that's a it's pretty big deal. And so I went on there, a couple online sound testers wait, wait, where you I try thought... to see if you can tell the difference between three decibels at different ratings. And I spent about a half hour on one. And my score, because it scores you in your ability to tell the difference, was 100. I got every single one of these right. I Every time I knew that there was a difference of, of the three decibel difference. And so I ordered the 42 decibel machine. And then I hated myself for 48 consecutive hours. And then I called Lowe's and I canceled the order and I swapped it for the 39 decibel machine because I thought I will, it, it would be toxic to have in my life this machine that every time I turned it on, which is every single night, I resented it. I don't want to have resentment, but you know, my routine is essentially you turn on the dishwasher, you, you know, and then shortly, like an hour later or two hours later, you're up in bed. I don't want that refractory period of my day to be filled with resentment. Is the difference from 42 to 39 also reflected in price? Perhaps. Look, what are we talking about? What you do is you take $100 bills Uh and they line the inside of it with $100 bills to muffle the sound. So what are we talking about here? (laughs) That's that's how the decibel... What are we talking about here? Okay, look. If I were to tell you to manufacture a washing machine yourself... How many man hours and how much time would it take you? <laughs> okay. Wow. So this is what, $20,000? <laughs> wow. 20000 20, I'm just saying that it, mm-hmm. it, 
there is a mass manufacturing discount effect going on with the 39 decibel Bosch. Uh, does your uh, is your uh, better half uh, in agreement with you on all this? We had a frank exchange of views. She is not especially happy about it, but on the other hand, we have a clear division of labor in our house. <laughs> she is the CEO. I am the CTO. Oh, it is a poor, poor manager who, at the CEO level starts reaching down and making decisions for the CTO about technology acquisition for the company. And my wife's a very good manager. She realizes that this decision is beneath her pay grade, and she does not need to weigh in on it. This is my my purview. There. Sonny, what dishwasher do you have now? You have a Kenmore, don't you? I think it's a Kenmore. Yep. It's like white. Oh, my God. The worst. It really is. It it's loud and it it's doesn't like having clean. a jet turbine. It doesn't clean very well. Why frankly. don't you just replace it now? Well, because I'm not wasteful, and I'm also wasting a lot of money on other things. So, <laughs> oh, you're doing the basement. We're doing the basement right now. Yeah, which is this is how my weekend has been going. How's my the weekend favela? is the favela oh, gone. The favela has been demolished. Oh, it's totally it's been dismantled. Gone. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's so sad. Um, but I'm excited because we'll actually have a planned community afterwards. We're getting rid of the favela. The rich. We're, we're bulldozing the favela. Gentrification. We're bulldozing the favela, and we're putting in some high rises. What about the vibrant, the vibrant <clears throat> book community you had there? That that rich tapestry is going to be replaced yeah. with. Well, we'll we'll, we'll, re, we'll, re, we'll repurpose some of that community into the new room, but mm-hmm. frankly, a lot of it's going to be relegated to the the boxes. Just put away. Have to put go away. someplace else. Uh, Shove it where you can't yeah. see it. Pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. No. My weekend has been a lot of like, uh, your patio door is an is an unusual size, so we have to manufacture this custom. <gasps> your your oh, no. your electricity, your 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 wiring. wiring none of this is up code. to code. <laughs> We can't whoever, work on it. We have to replace whoever, it. Whoever, it's always the whoever. Whoever put this basement together in the first place, and mm-hmm. it was very clearly done mm-hmm. after the fact and somewhat haphazardly, mm-hmm. um, which we knew kind of going into it. Like when we got mm-hmm. the house, when yeah. we got the house uh, uh, inspected, our inspector was like, "I don't know who did this basement." But none of your outlets are done right. Yeah, your so basement like okay. Your basement was a meth lab, basically. In, basically, well, no. Yeah. The, our, my basement had this very weird room that is, a, uh, I would assume, some sort of murder room, because it had like <laughs> it. It. I. I don't. A deep have well you, with my, a pulley my, up top my, that you well, can lower I'll tell things. You in a second, but go ahead. Have go. you ever been into a home that has a room with drop ceilings? Yeah, they're horrible. But uh, like just one room though. Mm-hmm. Oh, just one room. Just one room. Not like the whole thing is drop ceilings, or like they have like you know like the lights in a kitchen or something with like the drop paneling. One room has like sub these. Yeah, no, I know. Drop and I, I like it was once again just a very weird like <laughs> a obviously room. it was a basement room with fluorescent lighting with like the long the kill tubes. Mm-hmm. It was one hundred percent a kill room. Right. Somebody the, somebody the floor, used that by the way this false is, this floor. Is, you know, but yeah it's a, it's actually a grating, a metal grating. Not that it's a sluice. big deal. Sluice. A sluice. Sluice. Yeah. A sluice. Somebody Not somebody somebody used that to reenact hostile. That's uh, that's the only thing I can think. And they needed oh the drop panel gosh, so they could replace weird. them once the blood yeah, splattered yeah, of course. upon them. Um 
so anyway, my weekend has been a lot of like, mm. you need a new, you need new electric panels. You need new, you know. At a certain point, do you reach a dollar figure at which the shock of it has rendered you numb and you're just like, yeah, okay, throw it on the fire? Oh, I'm already there. I'm already, oh, okay, oh I'm already Okay, there. so you don't I mean, feel any like, pain from this. It's, it's like, well, it's, it's just- Your arm has been taken clean off and you're just like, hey, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm already in shock. It's fine. Uh, I I have gotten to the point where it's just like, all right, I'm writing another two thousand dollar check. Sure, that's that seems about right. That's but you that's shine reasonable. your own shoes, so you will make that. I'm money shining up my own shoes in like right. three decades. But, but exactly, that's, but that's also a passion of yours. Actually, you enjoy the polishing of the shoes. But how well, much the does the shoe shining cost? The shoe shining thing you is have great. To pay for that. The shoe shining thing is great. It's a very Ten. zen thing. It's a very zen thing. I can yes, let my mind can, wander, yep. mm-hmm. or I can watch a movie. Well, it but, takes me. It yeah. takes me. You know, an hour in change to do my two pairs of shoes Sunny bunch boot black and i just i watch uh I, this weekend actually i watched king of comedy the oh, that's martin a great scorsese one. Yeah. movie Sedge Bernhardt. Uh, yeah <laughs> crazy uh so anyway that's that's been my weekend is a lot of like here here are things that need to be how are okay. you victorino well i had a lovely father's day <laughs> uh let's great, see yes your perfect intact family all <laughs> celebrated you as the my, potter familia nuclear my nuclear family uh we went to a uh, buffet. A, a Please buffet. say yes, buffet. we did. Yes, uh, uh, but uh, but a very but not a modest buffet, which is the Knights of Columbus of Arlington buffet. Pancakes, you know? nothing but pancakes. No, everything. They had everything. They had a huge lineup of all sorts of meats and pancakes, omelet bar, the whole thing, and it was great because it was like ten dollars for adults, five dollars for kids. Are you a knight? I am. I didn't know that. When did you you become it? Oh, uh, a couple months ago when Kate said we really need to join a pool and everywhere else. Oh, no, no, no. That's not the reason why I joined. I joined because of service. No, but I say, when did you join? Was this a reason? Because I remember back in the day, ago. was it Schmidt who was the no, no, longtime no. knight? Or oh, who? no, no, no. Like no, one of your no. high school buddies was no, a longtime Peter Lowe, knight. Peter Lowe. Oh, Peter Lowe. Peter Lowe right, was right. a knight at Georgetown, yeah. Yes. And so- uh so you finally got into it. I, well, they have a bar, and it's a great place. You have a sword? Hide away. No, I think that's for second or third. I'm, I'm only, I'm a, I'm a cadet, and I'm a first degree. I'm a first degree. Do they salute you? Well, I uh, eventually will people. Salute I think you? if you're a great like uh, like a Jack Heretic in our office, <laughs> if you can believe it, Sonny, he's a grand knight. Question. <laughs> he gets, Question. He, he can do this. Do you? Yes. Does, can, can Jack Heretic haze you now? Mm. Since you're like a mm. since you're like a pledge. Yeah. In your. Ple- <laughs> uh, in you your first fraternity. No, I'm a re- I've been. I gotten through that. I've gotten through the. So I'm like a first year member. Whatever it is, like when you're. How was the elephant walk? Year. Was that okay? <laughs> We can't discuss the initiation, as you know. It's a big secret. Uh, but the I thought it was... <laughs> how is this different from Freemasonry, exactly? Oh, Freemasons hate Catholics. That's how it's different. Well, yeah. the Freemasons get orgies. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And they have their meetings inside the Washington Monument. You and, can be uh, both, can't you? I think Swift is both a Freemason they, they and They insist a that... But they, no? they, I think they insist that now to prove that they're not yeah. anti-Catholic. Yeah. I remember... Uh, but I think behind their back, they probably have other meetings without them. <laughs> Yes. The, the, when when uh, the um, uh, when the lost symbol came out, whatever the like Dan Brown book, uh, I like did, I did a piece for the Washington Times that like went to the the yeah. Mason mm-hmm. the Mason mm-hmm. Temple here mm-hmm. in town and like on the 16th Street, the mm-hmm. like big one, the nice one. And it was very funny because they oh, were yeah, that's a, because they I've were never been inside there because he was like he was very in the guy who was like taking me around was like very into being like you know we're into like all faiths you just you know, it doesn't matter none of this <laughs> you just have to believe in a higher power like we we're that's that's the only thing we really care mm-hmm. about and I was like oh okay and uh, and and he was also like trying to like recruit me he was like so you know maybe you want to come by for like a Sunday you know we can talk it's like Are no you open to that's do that's. <laughs> 
I don't think I'll be. What doing are the benefits? Right. What are the benefits? What I like is the Arlington Knights have like two two bars. 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 You, oh my gosh! You know how much? You know you how can't much, get a bar anywhere you, else. No private bar. You know how much is a pint? Uh, inside the bar, two seventy five. That's a good deal. Is your knighthood? So it's like a fraternal, going, it's like an eagles, like yeah, a fraternal yes, order yes, of eagles. Yes, or something. Yes. Which Swift to do, is also. But a we try to do good things. Yeah. As well. well, Swift, Swift is, is member of all, Swift, of, Swift all of the from, things. Swift is from Ohio, so you have to remember that. He is, like, yeah, that's why he scores you know. very high on the Charles Murray test because he's all those things. JVL, how is your knighthood going to affect the reduced gluttony? Well, it didn't work out at that buffet. <laughs> because uh, I well I thought it was a good idea to take the kids to have a practice run buffet before we go on our Disney cruise, which is in a couple of weeks. Oh. It's for the for my parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary. The whole all of my so sister's great. family, they the say doctor's they, family takes uh, a cruise together for I their fiftieth anniversary all, with their it's intact all the same marriage. They have left now, all on us. Uh, but it's I've never done the di- you know we've done you, know, you and I together have done celebrity and Holland America obviously right. it doesn't count when you're at sea no and not the, the internet you know the what do you call it the high seas <laughs> it was just for you Sonny the the high seas all sorts of things can happen uh, but they say the Disney one is very I'll come back with a full report but they say it's very well done. Uh, the best, uh, they, from they, what I've heard. That's what they say, right? I remember you told me better than the Bud Light Pitbull cruise. <laughs> I do that one. What? Uh, yeah. The <laughs> what? It's a thing. It I is. think. Oh yeah. yeah. The Bud Light presents Pitbull. Yeah. On yeah. a cruise ship. You know what? Those Pitbull ships, the singer or Pitbull the, the animal. No, the Pitbull singer. The singer. The singer okay. And I guarantee you, it would the be like Cuban musician. Yeah. And then you know what? Every guy they see the commercial. The guy I want to go there with all these babes, and it'll turn into like eighty percent dudes. Yeah. Mm. Well, you are at sea. No. So, but uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so back to the buffet, I said, we can explain these things to the kids. I said, okay, what you do is, you know, you get your plates, use a different plate every time. Whatever you touch, you got to take. If there's tongs, use tongs, but you can't just look at it and put it back. Keep the silverware. Do you cut in line, not cut in line, all sorts of stuff like that. And so, um, the first and third, uh, trips for me to the buffet were good. The second one, uh, was unnecessary and I just went meat crazy. It was like, uh, I don't know, it was corned beef hash, chipped beef. Bacon, Ooh. sausage, and scrapple. Chipped beef? Ooh. Yeah, I do the chipped beef. I was curious if it would be as Trash. good as the one. Trash meat. <laughs> We're not, I'm not going there. I love this country. And scrapple. And I said, you know what? This is not necessary. And then, like 30 minutes later, I'm like, okay, kids, brunch is over. <laughs> we got <laughs> to go home. <laughs> Corned beef hash is having an argument with scrapple. And we got to go home. Is there like, mm. like, you know, beer before liquor, never sicker? Is there a meat version of that? I think, I think once you get into s- desserts, don't go backwards, obviously. That's one of my things. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, excessive. That's gluttony. Uh, but I'm not sure about mixing. Uh, like, what? well, I found out that that was a bit much the chipped beef because it's got the cream in it and the whole thing. Anyway, speaking of explosions over the weekend. It <laughs> crumbles no. to A+. I tried to improve from last week. It crumbles to exploded onto the box office, just splattered the box office with $180 million, followed by Ocean's 8 in second place with $19.5 million and tag. Uh, which we're not discussing in third place with fourteen and a half million, and in fourth place, holding steady, was Solo with a very respectable nine million. Box office thoughts. Can we Sunny. very briefly discuss yes. what happened with A Wrinkle in Time oh, this weekend? What happened? Can you, JBL? Can you just pull it up? Can you effort this real yeah. quick? If I remember correctly, I'm going off memory here. A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, was added to 88 theaters this weekend. 
and grossed something like $1.6 million to come in third place. Or um, uh, not, not third place, 13th place, I'm uh, sorry, 13th place, mm-hmm. which is a very, very weird number. Yes. It did something like six, six, you know $6,800 a weekend. Do you know well, why? Well, so this is, so to get it to $100 million. But this is- It but, is now at- Ninety nine point nine hundred million four thousand nine hundred and sixty four dollars. Okay. So they they got over they got over the hump because after because after the weekend they hadn't they hadn't. But the so here's what's very interesting about this. There there are all sorts of weird anomalies here. There's the the per screen average is enormous. Uh, it's like sixty eight hundred dollars or something like that. Like I said, which is the highest it had been since the first weekend it was out, and that that weekend was about eight thousand. Uh, the 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 there the, something something went on this weekend. Now the, the theory that I find most persuasive. Did you see these two, by the way? Which one? From May four six to May eleven sixteen, where they jumped the theater count by a thousand well, theaters. Well, no. So all right. So but no. But but here here. So that actually makes some sense. Okay. What so what happening? they did was in in the May eleven thirteen weekend. That was Mother's Day weekend. They put it back in theaters for like a big, you know, oh, we're doing Mother's Day thing, all right? And it grossed $1.2 million on 2,000 screens. What's the per screen average there? Uh, $583. Okay, right, right. right. Now, compare that, again, to the per screen average this weekend, which is like $6,800 or yes. something like that. So the theory, which I find relatively persuasive, is that they put it in, they, they teamed A Wrinkle in Time uh, with the Incredibles 2 at drive-ins for a double feature. And when you do this, you can distribute the money however you want on a double feature. You can put, you know, some to here, some to here. Yeah. So my my theory, and or at least the theory I've seen and I find pretty persuasive, is that they, they paired A Wrinkle in Time up with the Incredibles 2, put it in drive-ins, uh, and basically funneled all of that money to a wrinkle in time because if you just if you just consider like the new theaters and kind of the revenue split there it was something like seventeen thousand dollars a screen something it's something insane so like the shenanigans here are pretty like transparent and obvious but you know what they get to say now mm-hmm. hundred million dollar movie hundred yep. million first first uh uh w- movie directed by an african-american Ooh. woman to gross a hundred million dollars and isn't that really worth all of the nonsense they put up with. It's a big deal. You know what that is? That's a two-page full-added variety that comes across with the large numbers that come across from border to border, 100, whatever, a million dollars. Even though everybody in the that. business knows better. Even though everyone in the business knows that this is nonsense See, and shenanigans. What, what, what if, But though, you, make, you pat yourself on the what back, What if, though? though JVL. This is really about being greedy because somebody's contract in there entitles them either to more money or less money if right. it crosses the $100 million mark. And this is the studio trying to screw a participant. Well, so this is uh, another theory that I had heard, is that somebody in the marketing department gets a bonus if they get over $100 right. million dollars or something, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I Which, like, like to think it isn't necessarily about social justice, but could be just, just plain greed, dirty, plain just Filthy, greed. filthy yes. greed. Yep. Uh, either way, either way, it's very amusing. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry no, to no, interrupt, no. but I find I find this very fascinating. And like, I didn't know about that, so that's it. That it's is just, really it is weird. a, no. these are the, once again, when you, when you, as I mentioned on the micro episode, that we taped yesterday. Yes. Uh, when you spend every day uh, at boxofficemojo.com, you notice little things like this. Comes up. Nobody nobody should be allowed to talk about box office numbers if they don't do this, by the way. People who tweet at me about box office numbers are like, oh no, this movie made money. I I, I should be allowed what legally do you, what do you do? to shoot them in the <laughs> face with a gun because I'm tired of it. 
at Sunny Bunch. Tweet <laughs> at Sunny Bunch. Incredibles 2. Uh, you saw it, Sonny, obviously. You reviewed it at the Beacon. I did. And I, did. Um, I saw it, JVL. You I did, did not, not see it. it. I did not no. see it. Did anyone re- else? No. See it? No, 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 no. Gene's over at the Berkshires. He's vacationing right now. He's not a knight, is he? <laughs> Shall it? <laughs> no. no? Shalit? Is he okay. Jewish? I, I assume. It's like Ruth Shalit, Wendy yeah. Shalit. So, you know, not that they're related, per se. <laughs> Ruth and Wendy are. Excuse me. Okay. Anyway, um, Sonny, did you or did you want to talk about? Did you have any more micro thoughts? Did you want to get back to that? Well, yeah. yeah we, we, did we talk about everything that we? Did we talk about everything we wanted to on uh, on on from movie the AMC, pass from yesterday? From well, here from is a classic week where there are two new movies that you want to see: oh. The Incredibles two and Tag. Right. Hollywood is putting exactly. out so much product, so much content that people need to consume yeah. because it's so high quality. That obviously now is the time to get to get a three a all week. you can eat buffet. But, three a week. See why aren't you in three this? Because this is the movie version of buffet. Uh, the, Honestly, but, but as you mentioned uh, yesterday, uh, so much tag crap is out chipped there. beef. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Honestly, if I if I were if I were if I were single, and if I didn't have kids. I would 100% take advantage of this. I would, I would def- because there's another yeah. interesting thing. There's another interesting thing, uh, another wrinkle here that doesn't apply to MoviePass with the AMC. Uh, for those who did not listen to our, our mini yesterday, we talked about who the new be? AMC plan to offer a MoviePass-like subscription where you can see uh, three movies a week for $20 a month. That's right. That's basically so. The one of the things, one of the interesting wrinkles here is that you can actually use the you can one of your three movies can be IMAX or Dolby AMC or uh, you know Atmos or whatever or um, 3D or 3D or 3D if you're if you're into that sort of if you're one of the sickos is into that sort of thing. Uh, uh, so, but again, this gets into questions of revenue splits. Like, you know who gets money every time you go to see an IMAX movie? IMAX. Yup. IMAX gets some of that money. So like how are they how are they splitting this? How are they how are they doing it? I just don't understand how it works. I don't understand how it works. Okay. JVL. And like everything else in Hollywood, it's designed that, that that's not a bug, that's a feature. Right. Like all all Hollywood accounting is designed to be as opaque as possible so that the the house always wins, right? Mm-hmm. The studio. <laughs> but who is the house? We'll who is, you... But here but here's but no, yeah. but this is where it's weird is because the house, the studios are now in conflict with the 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 I don't know the exhibitors. I don't know what they right, would be. But this is, you have two different houses going up against each other. This is this is like first. the house playing the house. So it used to be, as you know, Sonny, but many people do not, they, that the studios owned the exhibition venues, and then that was broken up as antitrust, and they USB were split Paramount, right? And so this was split into two businesses, which are symbiotic but also in competition with one another in many ways, and the. That was fine so long as there was no alternative because there was no such thing as the home viewing market. But now that there is an alternative, I fear that the end result of this is the closing of a theatrical experience at the end of the day. And that would be bad because I don't – look, you can either watch it on your phone or watch it on a big screen. But th- those are the only two acceptable mm-hmm. ways in mm-hmm. which to watch a movie. In right. portrait mode. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Are uh, there people who watch on their phone in landscape? <laughs> Sickos. <laughs> Perverts. Uh, does Regal have to come up with its own subscription plan? JVL. To combat this? Do they already have a premium membership thing and are you a member? Pass. <laughs> okay, Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2. <laughs> Sonny, 
what's happening here? Uh, Incredibles 2 is the latest film from Brad Bird, who we uh, know and love from The Iron Giant, The Incredibles, other great... Mission Impossible. Mission, one of the Mission, Mission Impossible 3. Um, no. No, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, is it number four? Which is four. Four? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. J.J. Abrams did number yes. three. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Um uh, anyway, uh, it is the, it, it basically the, the Incredibles two picks up literally right at the end of the Incredibles one. There's no you know ten years later, four five years, years later for that matter. Fourteen years later, it just picks up right off right right as the 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 previous film ended, and it deals with a lot of the same themes. I mean, this movie is uh, the the first Incredibles is kind of best understood as the Fantastic Four meets Watchmen. Uh, meets uh, the Fountainhead. It's basically you have you 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 have uh, you have a family of superheroes um, who are, are forced to hide their powers and forced to you know be be secretive and, mm-hmm. and everything because the government has banned them from being superheroes. And the what this the way this movie kind of advances that idea is uh, taking the Incredibles, the, the the family team, and and teaming them up with a pair of industrialists who want to convince the the world's governments to decriminalize superherodom. They yeah. want they yeah. want to bring back the idea of you know the capes and the masks and people saving the day because they are uh, they they believe very strongly in the idea that these people do good and they are they shouldn't be criminalized for what they do. So and that's and that's basically the story here is uh, trying the 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 family team uh, wants to use PR to mm-hmm. improve the mm-hmm. image mm-hmm. of the the superheroes around the world so they can uh, come out of the shadows and you know kind of figuring out where figuring figuring out who the villains are and you know what the corporations are doing blah blah, blah. and uh, and and the villains uh, what their 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 mode is by reaching people through TVs and through Yeah these... so the 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 villain in this film is the screen slaver screen, as opposed to saver the right? screen slaver uh, entraps people watching their mm-hmm. their TVs and yep. and hypnotizes them into doing evil terrible things yeah uh, and you know the the idea is you know People are people are slaves to their screens. Mm-hmm. It's very it's pretty on the nose. Yeah, We're not yeah, like that's right. This isn't a subtle, right. even though it's like film. a nineteen early nineteen sixties feel with the well, there's, TV sets. Well, there's it's a funny thing like that. This this movie kind of exists in a timeless space where you have uh, you have phones with like caller ID on them, right? And then yeah, you also sure. have like mid century American modern homes, yeah. and then yeah. you have the, the cars, you have, like all the cars, the big boxy TVs, and yeah. you have like the kind of cars with fins on them yeah. but also like the technology is mm-hmm. very much it, it is this weird kind of amalgamation of 20th century america mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all in one all of, kind of together we're cool um i was thinking that uh, aside from using superheroes to stop the villains there was another way that the villains could have been foiled you know how if the tv stations had their own virtual private network speaking of which with all this news lately about data hacks and breaches it's hard for me not to worry about my digital privacy no matter what you do online, your mobile carrier and internet service provider are tracking it all. Comcast, Verizon, Time Warner, the list goes on. Companies like these have a record of every single thing you do. Every website you visit, every email you send, it's ridiculous. That's why I decided to take my, my privacy in using ExpressVPN. Uh, so this is the point where I'm actually going to abandon the read 
and actually testify about the product because oh, it's because great. you have it. Okay. So I have been for about two years meaning to set up a VPN. So people don't understand a VPN is a virtual private network. You set it up from uh, some remote place, and then whenever you are out and about and connecting to the internet, you do it through that, and it, it shields you. It, it protects you from getting it. It randomizes your ISP and stuff. Um, you can do this at home if you are even a little bit tech savvy, but it's a pain in the ass because you got to go and get an old computer. You got to get that computer set up down like near your, your router and you have to have it running all the time. And a, a normal tech savvy person could do this in a couple hours, but it, it is a pain. And if that computer crashes, then it, the truth is it's easier to just go with a service to do it. And these services are not terribly expensive. And so I had been... Again, so you know, two years of like, oh, I'm going to set up my own. And I was like, fine, no, I got to go and do it. But it's like making an appointment for a well check visit for the doctor. Like, you know, you should do it, but you keep putting it off. That's right. And then I researched. I anyway, the ExpressVPN people came to us. They set me up with it, it and it's great. So if you work like at Starbucks or at the library or anywhere else, um, the ExpressVPN people are you know, they. Their big sell point on this seems to be about like your ISP tracking you, and there are people like you, Vic, mm -hmm. who I'm sure True. are really concerned I'm about very concerned. the ISP Who's knowing where me? they've been. Yes. I am more concerned about, because uh, I am often out working in a place like a coffee shop, I'm concerned about hackers coming and Absolutely. doing bad things. Because mm -hmm. you really should, if you're at like Starbucks yeah. on their Wi-Fi, you should not like pay your bills online through your bank. That's yeah, bad. Right. It's all out there. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and having a VPN fixes all of that. ExpressVPN is, I mean, it took me a hot 15 seconds to install. Turning it on is literally a button push. Like, they have like a fake power button yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. It's, That's great. It's great. Okay. I really, I heartily recommend this to everybody, actually. Uh, so, you should take back your internet privacy today and find out how you can get three months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash substandard. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com. I don't know why they have me spelled out. It's exactly what it sounds like it should be. ExpressVPN dot com slash substandard. You get three months free with a one-year package. Uh, you you should absolutely do this. It's really, really good. Uh, so go to expressvpn.com today, use the substandard slash and and pick up this thing. It's cheap and it, you should do it. This is like backing up your computer. Everybody should do it. There. How's that for a read? That you was, like that? Uh, that was impassioned. It was real. It was genuine, sincere. It really <laughs> like every ad read we do for all of our sponsors at the Substandard. Sonny, did you like The Incredibles 2, though? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I have always been a bit cooler on The Incredibles than some of our friends who I know are like very, very into it. I know people who consider it like a cat montanetti uh well <laughs> no I, I i don't think he was as much uh but like i don't know um, our our like libertarian friends especially because again it is like a always vaguely very. objectivist mm -hmm. sort of movie um uh i've always been a little bit cooler on on the first one and i'm i'm a little bit cool on this one too because i consider it like it's almost more interesting as a um uh, uh, sort of intellectual exercise than uh, the traditional Pixar like super tear jerky sort of thing. It's not it's not an emotionally impacting okay. film as it, as much as it is like kind of cool to look at 
and like kind of cool to think about and and how all this stuff uh, works. I mean, like the the set piece, the main set piece in this film is a, a Elastigirl has to chase a monorail around the city, and the 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 joy of this is watching Brad Bird and his team of animators come up with various ways to kind of monkey with physics to get her to the monorail and then to get her mm-hmm. able to stop it like just the way which she can of, do because she's elastic right and so the, she, she the, like the cycle out is detachable exactly and, i mean it's just very it's very cool to look at and think about but again this is like kind of an intellectual exercise mm-hmm. more than an emotional exercise that being said i i had a great time i enjoyed it it was fun i loved it question yeah did you was your movie um preceded by that weird bow Oh, no, no, no. I love that. But no, I, I was going to say by the weird appearance of Holly uh, Hunter and uh, Craig T. Nelson and Samuel Jackson. Oh, no, because you went to a screener for this. No. So they do a thing before the movie starts where they appear on screen saying, we know it's taken 14 years and we just want to thank you for your patience and enjoy this movie and and we promise you this will be great it's worth the wait and you know it, you know we had all these things but you know we finally come back together and and anyway enjoy the show that was weird i don't know and they looked they with the exception of samuel jackson everybody and they look so old everyone looks so holly hunter and i love holly hunter i loved her raising arizona mm-hmm. and always at that time and and uh broad broadcast yeah. news the broadcast news was it broadcast news that's probably my favorite over holly hunter um movies uh movies but you know and and it's like what i always i that's why i got wary before the movie started because anytime you see a movie having to bring out the actors to talk about how great the movie was to do i'm always like i remember they did this with jim carrey for the majestic and the commercials on tv oh it's just stop trying to sell me right you know and it's like really so that was weird um but the other thing was awful, awful trailers. Oh, really? I did, yeah, again, I didn't see any of these. Because they know, obviously, who they think the audience is. And, like, the worst one was probably the Transylvania one. What's it called? Hotel Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania 3. three. Yeah. Uh, summer Vacation. And you actually felt like your IQ being diminished per minute. Like, okay, this it just, it's just, come on. That was hard to get through. But it was a crowded theater. A lot of laughs, but yeah. mostly laughs from grown-ups. It is definitely... This is a movie that is 100% aimed at grown-ups. It is not... I, I Like, it's a movie that I just don't know will... I don't quite understand how it will appeal to anyone under the age of, I don't know, 15 or 14. Particularly uh, if you're a dad who... JVL, I don't have to tell this to him, obviously, but if you're a dad who has to somehow suddenly switch and be at home and take care of all these kids and... That was very humorous, and I thought it was yeah. very well done. It was very touching. Yeah. It was like Mr. Mom, but yeah. you know, right? Yeah, it would. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a good movie. It's a it's a good. Let movie. Let me ask you about yeah. this though. The superhero reception mm-hmm. was that a little bit weird? Like, oh, all these superheroes came out because they're so glad of who they are. You be you, being comfortable and out of the superhero saying closet. It's, are you saying is it's like a gay thing? I, I think that's what's going on there. I don't know, maybe. Uh, no, I mean, I, I... Not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying it was interesting. And the other, Void, she reminded me of Pink. I don't know why. She, she reminded me of Max Landis. <laughs> she looks like, with like kind of an angular face and the like, the like yeah. one side of her hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, yes. I was like Max Landis. <laughs> this is Max Landis. Uh, um... I don't know. I mean, I, I look. I thought it was. Yeah. I, I thought it was a perfectly uh, entertaining sort of film, and it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, also instinctually, 
like I, you probably knew this from the get go. Once you see, you know, w- when you meet the 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 dev tech brother and sister team, mm-hmm. I'm already suspicious. You know, I'm suspicious. Right. Always be suspicious of brother and sister team ups. There's something going on there. Well, I was. Uh... And I'm and I'm thinking about like Superman three. Sure, sure. With I mean, Robert Vaughn, uh, the without, Lannisters, without, Game of Thrones. Right. Without spoiling too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I kind of assumed that it would go in a slightly different direction mm-hmm. than it. Well, I don't know how to talk. Yeah, I know. What you're if you if well, you want to if you if you don't want spoilers, stop listening. Okay. So the the. You know, I I kind of assumed that both the brother. So like, you remember when they show they show the flashback to the break in. And there are two criminals going around in the house. Oh, yeah. I kind of assumed that it would be both the brother and the sister. And the reason they were fighting Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. going in Mm -hmm. the the Mm -hmm. safe room Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was, like, she had assumed that they would go down there to that. And he had told her they would. And they would. (laughs) But, like, but... uh, Panic room. Right. Yeah. But, like, it turns out that the capitalist is actually the good guy in this. Just unambiguously. The good guy. And, like, like, the feminist tech sis. Yes. Catherine Keener. Evil. (laughs) Evil. Her her whole like uh, you know we need yeah. we need more women. There was you know, she's the, a, she's the, the evil. The dialogue evil. she has with Elastigirl it was very kind of I don't know it was weirdly stunted and uh, stilted and I thought obviously that was intentional because she's hiding something, and the brother is voiced by Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but I, I thought they did a great job and I noticed they were drinking cocktails. You know it looks like they were drinking they looked like they were drinking Negronis. See with a nice it was orange with a nice little orange twist. JVL. Disney, Pixar you thoughts. You guys are damning this movie with faint praise. Uh, for a movie that you both say you yeah, liked, I liked it. It was, that you was, that was good for the, guys you know, it was good for the, very good little for the to like about it. It's good for the kids. Now, um, am I wrong here, Sonny? No. I mean, I think yeah. you. Are, I mean, I think you are wrong. I like. I I liked it a lot. I'm just kind of pointing you don't out. Sound the like you like it a lot. Well, you were just you were just trying to talk yourself into not feeling bad about not going to see it. Mm, I don't feel bad mm, at all for not going to see. You it. should feel bad for not going to see it. You should feel bad. It's really? good. It's a good movie. So good. It's a hundred times better than Chav King Arthur. I can tell you that that's much. Not possible. I liked it better than Annihilation. <laughs> Annihilation. I think that's. Did I can't even remember that? anymore. I ha- I went. To oh, see that's the that one, one you didn't understand the end of. Yes. Sorry. That's no. one of the ones no. you didn't understand no. the end of. Arrival was Arrival. the one he didn't understand the end of. I did both. I no, I I knew the ending, but I didn't want to accept the ending of Annihilation. That's okay. What it was. I didn't want to accept it. Okay. Um, you know whose name was featured in the credits, of course, is John Lasseter. They left him in? Yeah. What? Now, well, that's, what, what that's why I didn't go it's, see it. Why? What's happening? Because what did I miss, in JVL? Support, uh, I was once hugged by somebody who I didn't want them to hug me. You were a hug victim. His name was Victorino Mattis. <laughs> Believe me, that was it. more than a hug. I knew it. You could call uh, it a hug, but so Lasseter's gone. This is—is is this? A, will there be any other Pixar movies with his name on them? I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, whatever's I in production, I, I, he I still must demand have been touching. I right? still right. demand to, so to speak. I still demand to know the facts about these hugs because there's nothing more than these uncomfortable hugs. What is involved? Is it is it a long hug or is it a hug and a squeeze? There has the hands. To. Details before I, I cast any judgment on I anybody. I find it difficult to believe that there isn't something real here because he is too valuable a commodity. I mean, this he is more than Harvey Wein. He is worth more money to a movie studio than Harvey Weinstein was worth to the Weinstein Company. And yeah. for Disney to cut him loose, there must. Uh, do you agree, Sonny? Like the, the the idea that they could cut him loose just because he's collateral damage in a witch hunt yeah. strikes me as uh, unimaginable. 
I tend to agree that there must be something there. And right. Disney, we we Disney, are being told it, but whatever. That's... Disney keeps a very uh, tight leash on the press mm-hmm. on everything yes. if, you, if, you press, were to, yes. if you were to if you were to say break a story about john lassiter being more than an awkward hugger i can imagine there would be some repercussions from disney yeah um so it's not shocking to me that we haven't heard whatever the real story is but i think you're probably right that there has to be something more than like lingering back padding hugs. Yes, and we've barely even heard the fake story. I mean, even the fake story about this was so nebulous and Mm -hmm. so thinly reported. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The amount of reporting that went into like every other part of the Me Too investigations was actually pretty large. Yeah. And then you get to John Lasseter who's the biggest fish there is in the entire Mm -hmm. thing and you get like two Hollywood reporter stories and that's it. Which is weird. Yeah. Right? It's very weird. The whole thing is very weird. We, We got more details from Morgan Freeman. Yeah, no, but this is yeah. literally true. You did. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I and he when you say he's big, he owns his own winery, right? He has his son's yeah. run. He has his own winery. Uh, I mentioned that uh, I told you I, I see he was a f- featured guest on Jay Leno's Garage or one of the Jay Leno shows, and Jay Leno visits him and uh, at the estate, uh, and then uh, and John Lasseter uh, showed up uh, in uh, his choo choo train, uh, wearing an engineer's outfit, perfectly but, normal. <laughs> but a real train, a real not not like the train in Silver Spoons, you know, the one that goes through the living room. No, like a, a big train. But he had the whole outfit and yeah. the whole deal. Yeah, I mean, I I assume he's like kind know. of a weirdo. I don't know. As many animation people are, right? Yeah. I mean, Tim Burton got his, his start in animation, and he was a mm-hmm. weird character. You got to be a character, mm-hmm. I guess, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't. Know. I'm kind of over Pixar. Okay, is that okay? Well, I mean, I would say it's not that bad. This is, I'm not saying Pixar is bad. This I'm is, saying that I personally am kind of over it. I is feel that, like I feel like this is like a a meme now that people are like, you know, Pixar's done. It's just a sequel factory. It's you know, there's nothing new I'm or original coming out. I'm not saying it's that. Disney. Disney's the new. We got to get back to Disney. Disney's like you know, got all where all the intellectual and artistic and creative energy is. Uh, I wouldn't even agree with that. You just don't like. You just don't like Pixar. uh, I the the Pixar tearjerker (laughs) formula, Mm -hmm. which they execute with tremendous artistic dexterity, Mm -hmm. and which itself they do in varied ways, Mm -hmm. telling stories which are interestingly conceived and creatively executed. But that that idea that I am going to be made to cry at a Pixar movie. I'm kind of over. Like I, I would rather have sort of like that. moral heroes journey type stories, like Moana or Frozen. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there are. It's interesting you should mention that because there are no obviously tearful moments in The Incredibles two, mm-hmm. or certainly one. It's not like Monster. Or why? Uh, no, those like are the Monsters ones that aren't. Yes, Toy Story three, or the opening of Finding Nemo. The opening of you, Finding Nemo. You want my con- most controversial take? The Toy Story movies insanely overrated. That is controversial. Well, it's, it's just a bad thing. I mean, Even when we rank the Pixar movies later on, oh, I'll know. show you just what I think about them. I don't have a Pixar ranking, yeah, but go, uh, go for okay. it. However, Wait, did you they... like Inside Out? I liked it fine as I saw it the first time, and then I kind of resented after the fact the way that I was being manipulated emotionally. Hmm. Don't toy with my emotions, John Lasseter. <laughs> Don't don't make it dusty in don't here. Make you, don't make you feel things. Don't make me feel things. I am dead inside, and I will remain that way. Mm. Okay. 
What did you think, Sonny, of the short bow, since you mentioned it earlier? Well, the bow bow is like traditional Pixar, where it's like, here's the thing that's going to make you cry. Right. Totally. You, you want to cry? Except- you want to cry, cry, baby? I got a movie for, <laughs> for you. you. Watch this. I, except for not until the very end that I realized that was a mom. I thought it was the son, a fat son. Who's making the the bow? The racist. <laughs> racist. I can say it. Um, I'm a quarter of those people, <laughs> but I really thought. I said, "What is the son?" And the son had earrings, and I'm like, oh, "Okay." And then, and then, but like a fat son. I said, "Oh no, that's the mom." I I, I <laughs> thought she was pretty obviously the mom the whole time. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not even going to get into it. I was going to say things, but I'm not because I can get in trouble. Okay. Um, do you? So do you want to rank them? Oh yeah, please, please, JVL. We, we certainly have time. I mean, do do you really want to do? Do no, you just want to do a no, bottom no, 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 five? No, yeah, let's just hear it. Go ahead, because I don't have a ranking. Neither does Sunny. Go for it. A bottom five. Bottom. I already five. know what's there. I already know one of them that's there. Bottom five. Be, so with one being the fifth least worst and five being the worst. Okay. Uh, number one. Toy Story. Well, the first one is the fifth yeah. worst. Fifth worst. You sit with that. You sit. How much of it is because of the that. primitive CGI? How much of it is because it's just primitive? None of it. It has sto- nothing to do with really. The, no. Nothing okay. to do with that. It. That that for me was a distraction. Go ahead, continue. Number two, Monsters University. I didn't think it was that bad. I like number Steve three. Cars three, number two. Oh, number Cars two. Three. Cars <laughs> two, number one. Cars. Yeah, I like Cars, and we had this discussion before because I remember you. It's it's a celebration of Middle America, Red America, the road less traveled, get away from the interstate, the real get America, back on sixty six, MAGA America. Yeah, and well, we all know. Okay, I can't continue this, but but the point is, I actually did. Like, Everywhere I, is the I middle was, of somewhere. I was not. <laughs> I was not expecting. At all too like. Do you even know who I'm subtweeting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm scared. But I was not expecting to like the first Cars, uh, and I actually did because I got it. And uh, SC? Hmm? SC? Yeah. Uh, the uh, I I have no I have no real thoughts on uh, a ranking. My most controversial Pixar take though is that Toy Story three should have ended with the toys on the conveyor belt. Uh, going into, into the, the fire, the, <laughs> not not the, you don't have to show them tumbling oh, into the fire, but like holding hands, hands. Oh, just holding hands and, and just like cutting it fading to black as they go to their death, like all toys, like all things, However, like do all you have well, any toys, like all of us. Do you have well, <laughs> Randy Newman music? Horrible. The worst. Uh, Anything with a sure. score by Randy Newman. Yeah, sure, he's, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Mark Russell. Okay, it's, it's okay. It's all right. Here, the question is: Do you actually own? Do you own any toys? You probably don't. Uh, that your children now have inherited from you. Mm. I can't answer that okay. question without delving into deeply oh, personal ooh, things. Ooh. So the answer is no. <sighs> and would you like to know now why? It's getting really, suddenly it's getting cold. You yeah. thought it was hot in here. Yeah. Now it's very cold. Why Sarah, no, I'm not going okay. okay. to tell you. I'll tell you when we're done taping why For I don't. For premium listeners, they get to find out that backstory. Yeah. Okay. Do we have do any? Do you? Do you guys have yeah, like stuff toys that you've yeah, given sure. to? All my Star Wars stuff is, you know. Wow. Okay. The Kenner, which, by the way, has stands the test of time. The G.I. Joe stuff was crap because of the rubber bands. They all fell apart. We've discussed this. We you have. Can fix that. You can fix oh, that. Oh, the rubber band thing? Yeah. I don't know. 
the it's star, easy. the molds are much. I like the molds better for. They were. But better there's molds no articulation. Nah, there is no. There's no the kung arms fu grip. Just th- there's no kung I'm fu sorry. Grip. When you go to like put Darth Vader's arm up to have a lightsaber battle, and this is what you get. <laughs> that's crap. He doesn't need to. He's just using the force. Okay. Uh, do we have any other thoughts on Incredibles Two, Disney, Pixar? Comments, complaints, bond mows, quips. Oh, wait a minute. What? That's another A. Thank you. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip different? For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping, worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right onto your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on the Oprah's O list, named one of Time's best inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, They're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash substandard right now, you'll get your first free refill pack with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash substandard, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash substandard. Thank you, JVL. Now, speaking of guiding pulses, the other night, my... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Not really. Uh, okay. Corrections, additions. Anything? Does she call you night? <laughs> Do, does, does Kate now oh, call you? Oh, yeah. 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 Serving. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, technically you refer to each other as brother, but that's inappropriate. So, um, uh, corrections, additions. Wait, you went in a totally different direction I with did. That. No, but that's the actual title, and I was thinking about that. But anyway... Um, uh, okay, we have a special. <laughs> we have a special beer of the week, not a spirit of the week, a oh. beer of the week. It's a salute to our troops. Uh, so special thanks to our friend Molly Drankard at Anheuser Busch, who has given us Budweiser Freedom Reserve, based on a recipe from George Washington and brewed by veterans who happen to work at Anheuser Busch. Uh, it's a red lager. I thought it was very delicious and smooth. And uh, what better way to celebrate the upcoming 4th of July than uh, getting some uh, Budweiser Freedom Reserve, which I believe is limited time only. So get it while you can. Does it have carbohydrates in it? Uh, a yeah. little bit. Can, you could do ultra. Yeah. Can you do ultra like uh, in know, the commercial? I, Those people I, in the commercial? I, I just got done benching. I'm going to have some ultra. A sip of Michelob Ultra. And I wondered to myself why anybody would bother. It was... No. I mean, I, it, it just... Like at that point, just just have the. If oh, you need a beard beer, that bad, beer. if you need a beard oh, so bad mm-hmm. that you're willing to accept ultra, then just have a beard. Well, that's how I feel about non-alcoholic beer in general. Also, I'm just drinking. Um, okay. On that note, that's all the time we are giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victory Nomadis at Sunday Bunch. At JB Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in Substandard on a podcast. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time.
I have a quick outtake thought. Okay, me too. You know who first. the big winner this weekend was? Who? Solo. How so? Because it was finally proven, definitively, with math, mm. that Solo was a good movie, mm. a total success at the box office, whose only problem was that it was released too soon. Mm. Solo Yet again. released only six that? months after the last Star Wars. Follow me this. The original Incredibles was released 14 years ago. They waited 14 years. And this new one opened to 2.4 times the opening of The Last Incredibles. If Solo had waited just 14 years, then it would have opened to $202 million in its opening weekend. All they would have to have done was waited 14 years. Well, you want to let it age like a fine wine. It would work out. I'm just saying, clearly, Sonny, you and all of your doomsday mongering about what a disaster... Everything's fine. Kathleen Kennedy just jumped the gun a little bit on the release. Don't worry. Everything's fine. That sounds about right. Are we still going on? I don't know. Oh, just, did you want to? I had I had just one thought uh, yeah. la- last night. I'm a little hair of the dog this morning for me. Um, did you drink hard last night? I did. I was at the Palm. I got together with my family to see my cousin, Melissa, who I have not seen in 14 years. And she came over from the Philippines and she's oh, no visiting. Kidding. How it great. It was lovely. And so last time I saw her, I guess I was 30. We were engaged. So it was like 31. And so, you know, but, you know, she had a little bit of wine and Kate had a little bit. And, and, and then I did my usual, I did my, I did my usual, um, what? <laughs> I did my usual um, palm assortment of drinks, you know, starting with the uh, martini and then some red wine and then an after dinner drink. And she said, well, you just, and then she said to me, so, um. Are are you just always drunk? It's a, it's a fair question. <laughs> fair question. How did you reply? It was just fine. <laughs>